This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Hello there. You haven't heard our dulcet tones for a long time, but we are back. And we're going to be with you for a long time. At least through the week. It's a tailgate. Pat Dooley and the great Jeff Cardozo, who was traveling all holiday season, right? Took some time off, yes. It was nice. Enjoyed I it. only traveled one day. I only we went to St. Augustine. That was it. Other than that, we were just pretty much... We dug, we dug just being off and taking time off and, you know, going places. We actually went to a restaurant yesterday just to watch the end of that, um, <coughs> sorry, the um, Tulane game. I didn't even call it the Tulane USC. It's a Tulane game is what it is. That was good. It's been, been a lot of good games. I think a lot and, of good And games. certainly what we saw on New Year's Eve was very, very good. A lot of fun to, to talk about that and... We do have plenty to talk about, but hopefully everybody had a uh, nice holiday season, a great start to 2023, a few days in now, and we get to talk sports. And obviously uh, the sport that happened last night yeah. did uh, did not go the way that the NFL or, gosh, anybody in the, the world <clears throat> in the would world, have imagined. Yeah. So uh, that is uh, still very tough, and it does look like they will not at least play the game this week. And a lot of implications on what that game could there do are. for the postseason, but it seems irrelevant. When it's all said and done, and it's just a, just a weird scene because I think you know we've we've seen tragic injuries on a field before. We've seen, gosh, we've seen race car drivers die and races still go on and different things happen. So un, unprecedented for sure last night. Yeah, it was uh, it was weird because at first you thought, well, he may have a concussion, he may be, and you're like, oh, you you want to see him move his feet or something like that. And then you go, oh, there is something going on here that is, and and the first thing I that came to my mind was Keontae Johnson, and I'm like, this is like Keontae Johnson, and I I think somebody told me today that there was one mention of that, but I really thought that would be the thing everybody went back to was Keontae, and that's why, and again, I don't know what where it is right now, um, he's in critical condition. Um, but uh, I'm hoping it ends up like Keontae Johnson. And I was playing golf with somebody today, and he said something, and I said, that's exactly what I did. As soon as all this was going down, I went, how is Keontae doing out there at Kansas State? So I look up his stats. He's 17-6 and six and 4, 17 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. They're 11-1. and one. I'm like, well, good for him. I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously I want – Florida to win when they play them, but which they play them later in the year, but it's great for him. But I'm hoping this is another situation for this young man, uh, Demar Hamlin. You know, to that it ends up being a huge. You could have died, but you're okay. But who knows? Who knows? And 
Uh, I also, uh, I was talking to somebody about this today. The people, again, this is where you have to give credit to the people who were quick on the field. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's their job, but they understood the emergency of it, much like the FSU people did when, when Keontae went down. I mean, he gives credit to them forever. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, it was more than 20 medical staff on the just the Bills side alone. It was a road game for them yeah. that, that was there. So, obviously, there's so many people that are there and great and help. And I mean, gosh, you, you look at just sometimes a normal injury – that happens in a football game that the Gators are involved in. Yeah. And you have three or four guys go out, and you know if it's major, then, then Doc Farmer will go out there too. But then you always have guys from the other side too. Or if it happens on the Gators sideline, there's guys there right there looking right. and then calling the other side over. So They don't yeah, care it's, who's – It's done right. Yeah, yeah, they, that, it doesn't matter that you're yeah, the opposing player. Exactly. Like everybody's on the same team when somebody's hurt. And this is almost being hurt. More than you can even conceive. So no, it's it is uh, yeah. no, it's, it's it's good to see at least not only everybody there on the field and in the stands come together, but I think you're seeing, you know, gosh, just the the charity that he supports has gotten yeah, so much. They have That's people to great to give back. That to part now. of it is great. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm not saying no. It's fine, but I mean that part of it is great that people and we all ought to be trying to help that out and. Maybe that maybe the brainwaves will you know, you know he'll hear he'll feel it you know I I don't know I with you, it depends on how, what you believe in and everything but uh, but the bottom line is um, all I could think about was that day when Keontae went down and my daughter and I were watching it in my office and the rest of the game they played and. At the time, I was like, yeah, I guess. I I didn't – there was no template mm -hmm. for playing the game. In retrospect, it was stupid to play that game. And I blame the, the former coach, and I blame Leonard Hamilton, and I blame the administrators. They should never have played that game. And if you can cancel an NFL game, the king, with playoff implications, you can cancel that. But you couldn't cancel the of the fifth game of the year or fourth game of the year, but again, it's totally hindsight. Sure, I've never really said that before that that I thought they should have canceled that game. But in retrospect, it it seems silly that they they went ahead and played it. But anyway, it doesn't ma really matter. What matters is Keontae's fine, and we hope that uh, Hamlin will be fine too. Yeah, hopefully uh, that is the case. And then, I mean, I know it's completely irrelevant, and I haven't even. I guess thought of it or heard anything that's that's involved with it, but you know, as, as much as you know, you like to make fun of it, and you only give me ten seconds to talk about it. I mean, you you had two quarterbacks in that game and several offensive players, and it was like the fantasy championships. You wonder, like, how much money or winnings or different things are going to be involved, and I don't know, you know, from a from an industry of Vegas and DraftKings and all these other places, like how they handle something yeah. like that if. If I mean, there's just so many things. There's a lot that, of things people have to figure out yeah. right now. But um, and your ten, ten seconds is up, by the way. But um, it's funny, but not funny. It's interesting that my wife and I were at a place, um, and we were watching. We went there on purpose to watch the end of the um, uh, USC Tulane game, which is one of the greatest games ever played, right? And we were there, and during the game, they're showing this guy from Tulane who 
10 or 12 years, whenever it was, was on the field, and they're doing uh, CPR on him. They're, they're doing the chest. And, it, and they show him now, and he's in a wheelchair. He, it, it paralyzed him, and it messed him up, you could tell. And he's in the wheel, but he's got a Tulane uh, sweater around him and everything, and he's at the game. And then I went. I I came out to Karen. I go. You won't believe what just happened in the game. No. Yeah. Just what we saw. The same thing. Just what we saw. We we which we weren't even aware of, and it happened again. And then I kept. You know, my daughter is in Los Angeles. She calls me, who was devastated by Keontae. I, I'll never. I think it's the worst day in the history of Florida athletics. The de- that day when you didn't know if Keontae was going to live, and on a lesser scale, but still important, the shoot throw were mm-hmm. the same day. Yeah. Two of the worst days, two of the worst things that ever, well, I can always say that because Keontae is okay now, okay? If Keontae had passed away, I would say that was the worst day ever. Of course. Just on its own. Do you, I, I'm, I'm trying not to say anything stupid. Okay. Well, then I'll... So we're going to get a break. No, but but obviously plenty to talk about, and certainly uh, we're seeing what's happening with the skater football team. I I know many of you interested in in everything that has happened. They did get a linebacker from Ohio State, which Which you would think would certainly – Hearing about for a week. Which which would help. You get a big D lineman from from Memphis. You've gotten a couple now. So it does look like the the transfer portal is going to be where Billy Napier is – Relying on it, and I don't blame him. He's taking his time. I would rather have veteran guys come in that would be able to contribute right away than a young freshman, especially if you need to completely revamp the roster and fix the team like Napier is doing. And you already have 40 guys that are either first or second year players coming in. Yeah, you have a significant class that came in. It's still pretty good, top 10, but it's going to be a process, and you're trying to fill gaps to get. Okay, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna win a national championship, and yet you look at. Here's a funny thing, and this is why nobody has a recipe for winning, mm-hmm. right? Nobody has one. You know, Nick Saban talks about the process. That process may only work at big schools like Alabama uh, with the booster support you get, but when you think about it. You know, Sonny Dykes goes to uh, to TCU. They fired the coach who they've erected a statue to outside, right? Mm-hmm. He has he has lost one game in the in the and uh, in, in is playing for the national championship. He didn't go to the transfer portal. He didn't have a great recruiting class. He just coached them better, and they they found a way to win game. He you know what he had though, and I, I tell you what. If you're playing in a bowl game and you don't have your coach or your quarterback or both, especially, and some of them have, you got no chance. Yeah, and then he has a quarterback that plays with a ton of passion. I, the guy who voted and, for the Heisman. And it makes all the difference in the world when you play like that, especially at the college level. Like, And he might be a guy that will never even sniff playing time in the NFL. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't vote on the NFL. I vote on no. I, I understand, yeah. but it just it shows you what a, a quarterback can do and get the right type of leadership. And you get a guy that plays hard and gets everybody else to play around you hard. You don't need to have the best players. But again, we talked about that though with Florida's quarterback this year. Yes, he wasn't like that. Didn't have that factor. He didn't have that one bit. And didn't want to have it. Maybe if you did have it, Gators would have won a few extra games. And 
Yeah. And I think yeah. part of the re- – like, so right now Florida has 22 guys that have transferred out. Second to only Texas A&M has 27. So, which is crazy to think about. But Jimbo is, yeah. obviously didn't have a good year, and there's a lot of significant guys leaving. And Florida didn't have a good year. But I don't think a lot of – like, but I think that's part of it. I think Billy Napier was able to look at this team, look at what he, he wants in a player – and what he expects you and a coach, and in these exit meetings, he t- tells the guys, "This is what you didn't show me this year." See ya. Well, I think there's a lot of where here's what I need you to do, and it was like, "Well, I don't want to be here." To do it, he goes, "Well, then go ahead and leave." Yeah. Um, but the bottom line is, um, you know, it's going to be a very, very young team next year, even with the, even with the transfer portal guys they're they're getting. It's gonna be a lot of young players, and um, but you know it's possible. They, they, what what Dykes shows you is that it's possible to do that. It's possible to come in, and and Spurrier did the same thing. And Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer's second year at Florida, twenty one of the twenty two starters were Ron Zook recruits. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that Ron Zook couldn't recruit; it's that he couldn't get over the the hump of eight. Seven or eight wins. Meyer had that extra thing. Sometimes it's about changing the culture. Sometimes it's about changing the personnel. In this case, it's both. And that's the hardest thing to do to change both. Where you've got to not only change the culture, you've got to get guys to buy in. But the guys who aren't buying in, you're going to get rid of. And with the transfer portal, I think it makes it easier, actually, because they have somewhere to go. They can't just say, hey, look, coach. I was promised a four-year scholarship. I'm staying here. I'm going to keep eating free food, you know. I don't want to get in the portal. Can't you, now they go, hey, yeah, let's get in there. All right, we're going to get in a break and then uh, open up the phone lines for you. Titan is back, Titan MRI, who is uh, absolutely fantastic. And I know uh, some of you probably use the break time to go and get an MRI from Joe and the crew and get better so you can be the bestest ever in 2023. We'll take a break and come back and get after it. 392-8255. Come join us here on the tailgate. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF. Well, you did it. You're an adult now. And you know you're an adult because this is a commercial about saving money on your credit card balances. And that probably got you a little excited. Radiant Credit Union's Visa Credit Card has a super low introductory rate and no balance transfer fee. So now you can transfer your balances to Radiant, pay less interest, and clear that debt off faster. Pretty wild stuff, huh? Just wait until you start comparing fiber supplements. Visit RadiantCU.org forward slash balance to apply today and let us help you define your financial future. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five 
five-star treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first, and you'll burst into smiles, and it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself. Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. So I thought about this a lot as we were getting ready to come in and do our first show in two weeks. And that was, do we try to encapsulate the last two weeks or do we just stick with the present? Like, we can't get away from talking about the championship games, the the semifinals, right? Mm -hmm. Can't get away from talking about... I think we can get away from talking about Florida basketball. Maybe tomorrow we'll talk about it a little bit. Yeah, since they play again. A&M, which isn't very good. Doesn't mean they can't lose to them. No. Could have beat Auburn. Yeah, I, I'm, and I, we'll talk about it more tomorrow. I'm, I don't totally buy into the we're getting better thing. You know, you had one better game. One. Okay. <laughs> but uh, so yesterday, I was going to tell you this story. I know you would like this. Yesterday, uh, we do the uh, podcast. At Spurs, and um, we had Jenny Rowland on. Of course, their their season starts Friday. They have had a quad meet Friday. Four different teams, or three, you know, three teams plus Florida, um, and then Auburn. The week later, which of course Auburn's ranked, I think fifth in the country. So that'll be that'll be exciting, and we all are excited about that. But the point is, she goes. I said, I got one more question for you, and she goes, No, I got a question for you. Got a couple of questions, actually. She goes, first of all, did you have a great uh, Christmas and a Happy New Year? And I said, yeah. I've, first place, my Christmas wasn't as good as everything around my Christmas because I got three presents before and after Christmas, and they were the ones I really 
was happy about. Nice. And I was able to spend it with uh, the greatest Christmas person in the world and my wife, Karen. Not and Santa? No. Karen blows Santa away. Okay. Okay. But, but nobody cut that sound down to just make the first two words I said, okay? Um, or three words. Um, but, so then she goes, the second question I she I have for you is, what did you get the cattleman for Christmas? Wow. And I'm like, whoa, hey, hey, I didn't know anybody else was listening to the show. But um, I told her, I said, I got him a big cup of shut the hell up. Like <laughs> he always gives me. So the cattleman, you're so famous that the number two team in the country, the gymnastics coach there, where they draw crowds bigger than everybody but football, mm-hmm. knows about you. So Speak time. put that out there. Yeah, gymnastics will be great. And I um, I hope it doesn't, because I actually I, I ran into to Sully over the holidays. So we talked a little bit about baseball, and obviously there's excitement. And preseason-wise, the Gators are ranked second in one of the polls. So I think they're even nationally now the, the roster is coming back. But like, do you think that this is now because football and men's basketball have been – mediocre at best like now all of a sudden there's like oh my god we have to do well in baseball and gymnastics they're gonna do well but is this now one of those where man if baseball sucks too like what the hell has happened to the university of florida no okay and here's why it's still about football it, and and when if football is good and really good like they were during spurred like they were during urban you can even live with bad basketball now Again, I think Florida fans, nobody's been spoiled as much as they have. And the funny thing is, I, mean, I was talking to, uh, God, who was it the other day about it? Uh, God, I'm trying to think of somebody famous, but it wasn't that famous. Not like you're famous. But I was saying, you know, I was thinking about taking 1990 to 2010 and adding up the, and I still may do this, add up the win percentage and then the rest of Florida football. And it's it it's like this. It's a huge differential, right? And which way? Football. Well, Florida. You know, from ninety to two thousand ten, they, they won, won a lot. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was it was the greatest place to be. Yeah. And that's when Florida. And of course, then you add in the basketball thing, and Gator fans got spoiled. They're like, "Hey, what's winning and everything?" You know. Um, and now, when you sit there, and right now you don't see a path to winning either one. Or even getting deep or like Final Four. Mm-hmm. You don't even see that path right now. Now, you hope it, it materializes, but right now it's not there. Yeah, but but then again, even with you saying that, does that then mean just, okay, maybe not Gator fans across the country, but just here in Gainesville that would go to baseball? Like, does that mean the baseball season is going to mean so much more because – they just want something good to be a part of. Like, but is, you're you're talking about five thousand people versus four hundred thousand people. No, I, I get the Gator that. Nation. I think. Yeah, I, I know want, that there's they somebody want, in yeah. Seattle not caring about what the Gator baseball. Well, there, there's team somebody does. in Seattle that's probably watching it online, and then when if they get into the College World Series, he's going to be it's going to be appointment television. But the bottom line is, football is still what you 
have to win at. If you're not good and you don't, and that's where you make your money. Um, so I don't think there's any more heat on anybody to win anything. I think it's more, yeah, well, at least we got this. But it's never, well, I'd rather be good in these sports than be really good in football. And I think until football gets good, I think Gator fans are going to be. I'm doing a thing for uh, Gators Wire, in a couple, in, I think in a week or so, about 12 reasons Gator fans shouldn't be too discouraged. And I mean, it's a hard list to come up with. Yeah. You know? But there's, there's, there's a process. And One uh, of them is Stetson Bennett can't see. hurt you anymore. Very good. <laughs> that he can't. And you can't be hurt by, I guess, going into the other day, Florida had scored the least amount of points out of anybody in any bowl game. And then Kentucky got shut out. So, Well, it's, it was such a weird year for the SEC. Because you here you have a team playing for the national title, probably going to win the national title. Mm-hmm. I think Alabama has shown that they were the probably the second best team in the country. Not that I think they deserve to get in there, but I, I mean, they lost two games on the last play. Yeah, um, and they've got guys who are have bought into the culture. Florida still's working on that. Yeah, um, but um, then you then you look at what happened with LSU, and you're like, well, what? What they they had three of their four defensive linemen opt out right before the game, and they they won what sixty two to sixty three seven, whatever it was. Yeah. Nobody watched it. And then you have some of the other. You have Florida just pooping the bed. You have Kentucky pooping the bed. I mean, look, if Will Levis isn't that good, but if you lose him and you can't score a point, you got other problems. It's not him. Um, and I think that's why he's still a, a big NFL pick. I think they look at at Will Levis and go, "When all his fault, you know, he's still got the talent." Uh, and then then you would see games, other games, you know, like Tennessee. What a great win that was for them! I know they're happy about it. Um, there were just so many. And, uh, you South know, Carolina. South Carolina was right there with a chance to win the game and mm-hmm. didn't win it. So please do not judge any conference, any conference, by how they do in the in the uh, bowl season because it has nothing to do with anything. Right. But it's it has been wildly entertaining. That it has. All right, let's kick off uh, 2023 in style. Can't be any better than the first call of the year going to PG. What's up, buddy? Happy New Year. How you guys doing? Awesome. Good. Good to hear your voices, man. It feels like so much has happened. I mean, you had signing day. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been any shows. Um Obviously, all the bowl games. What are you ripping us for that? Is that what you're saying? No, man. You got to have time off. You got to recharge, dude. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, we I did. I'm just saying. I had to get away from Jeff for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, anyway. Um, but, man, I'm trying to be patient. But I, I am worried about Golden as the coach. And I, and I, I've talked to Jeff a little bit. But we saw each other. Um, and I know it's early and, and – I'm not, I'm not saying he's not going to succeed, but the thing that bothers me is that um, the recruiting ties to the South, I know he'll go over you know, to Europe and get some guys. Um, he's really young. You know, you hit on a Billy Donovan, you know, if you're trying to, you know, hit that again, I, I mean, I can see hiring youth like that, but just his, this is going to sound mean too. It, it just, he doesn't look mean enough at times. He, uh, I don't know. It's like his scowl wouldn't scare me. 
Does that make sense? And it's his mannerisms. Well, it's because he I looks like he's worry. 12 years old. That's what, that's part of the reason. Well, yeah. and I'm, I will I say mean, this. I Don't forget, Billy's first season, I think they were under 500, right? I mean, it's yeah, hard yeah. to, to kind of come in and, and change things around. Um, yeah, and, you know, they, they obviously got a, a huge recruit come in with – Top four player in the entire country that they're gonna have to get some guys. You know, they'll they'll get, but yeah. I, I but I think that's what he does. PG. I, I mean, maybe the the coaching is not the the best, but I mean, you're still playing a guy that can't hit the rim on half of his shots. It seems like so. It's I think that's that's the weird part, and I just I hope that it's just like what we see with Napier. I think it's two guys that understand what they're doing, know what the process is. I mean, if if you got Bruce Pearl absolutely praising this guy, I've got a lot of respect for. What Pearl does, at least as a coach, maybe sometimes not as a, play, a person, but I think Napier is. I just think both rosters aren't that good, and it's going to take, unfortunately, time because you know, as as Gator fans, we don't really have time or want to give it time. But it's, I mean, that's that's the way it is. But it does feel like, yeah. and maybe you you think the same thing. And and I'm you you know me, and and I think everybody listening knows that I'm pretty positive. But it does now almost feel like with everybody leaving and the roster turnaround football-wise, it almost feels like we just lost like an entire year. It's yep. like it's almost oh, like feels like you've got to do football, that again yeah. now next year, and then it's it's and two years from now you're where you have to do it again in basketball. The roster, right? And so that's what I mean. And, you, and you're already behind. Correct. That's the thing. So you're trying to catch up, but then you're pouring more water out of your out of your cup, you know. And you got it. You got to get stronger. See, you gotta. This is why you, you can't get, keep getting rid of coaches. It's not gonna. It's 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 just you got to give guys time. Um, but here's the the one thing, PG, that I I kind of lose my mind a little bit about. If you're five for forty one in two games and from three, why shoot it? Yeah, don't <laughs> shoot threes. <laughs> How about that? I know, man. And defend the three a little better. I know that you know. Just get out there, close out. I agree. And you know that, that I don't. To be that bad, you can't blame coach. I've coached some AAU basketball. You know, it could become like a like a team baseball team that doesn't hit Jeff. You know, like mm-hmm. after a while, it's like it's just contagious, and you're like, dude, we got some hitters, but you know, they're just not passing it back. But man, some of the misses are. If you were okay, Pat, five a.m. Gainesville Health and Fitness. You see a guy miss a few of those, you're like, you're not shooting anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't give it to him. Yeah, you know, well, you uh, so are you talking about me specifically missing no, the threes? No. Yeah, but no, I I completely get I your point. Like a it it comes to a like I think the hard part for me is like that that's your job, like like your your real job. If if you started like screwing up that much, it's like like you're not doing your job right, but. All those guys do is practice shooting threes, and they're in the gym all the time. Like, ha, like if, if I, I mean, and Pat sucks at golf now. Yet if he's out there practicing all the time, he should be better, but he's not. No, so it's just like and give it up, dude. But that's the the problem is I don't practice, and now I've taken a new vow. Right, but that's what these guys do. Yeah. They shoot. They do practice all the time, <laughs> and it's just like how how do you not? Like that's your job. And, and I might be wrong about this, but I've looked at their percentages. They're all under their percentages. Mm-hmm. So, like, pretty far. The Penn State kid, man, and how high does he shoot the ball? <laughs> I mean, I guess it worked before. I don't think I've ever seen an arc at Florida that high. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just sometimes. But he shot it pretty well at Penn State. Yeah. And Richards was a better shooter. And 
pretty much down the line, and that's kind of weird. But, you know, SEC defenses. I will say this too, PG. They've played very few games at home, and that's usually where you shoot better. Um, But they've – none – very few of their important games have been at home. That's the way they set the schedule up. The one that was was UConn. They couldn't they couldn't beat UConn if they played them ten times. They no. couldn't beat them once. Um, that was a good team. But um, I I think maybe you'll and I I you know the interesting thing about what um, he had to say, Todd Golden had to say after the last game was we're 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 there. We're we're about to go on a run. And I'm like, okay, then do it. You do it, and we'll all go, hey, we get it. You had to take the first 13 games to figure this team out. Go get it. Yeah. But you got to do it. I'm just I'm just frustrated, though. And I, and I hear you guys, like, football and bat, you know, it's being spoiled. And, but, man, this is, like, beyond, like, learning your lesson. <laughs> I mean, this is, like, man, it, it's been a rough couple of years. Um, hopefully things turn on. But like you said, the path to victory – I just it's just a it's gonna be a road, man. So gotta buckle down and just hope they're the right hires. Uh, last thing, I know you just said uh, you know football you know runs the roost or you know pays the bills. Does it? I know it matters if you win, but money wise at this point, you know, does it really? If you're an SEC team, I mean you're gonna get your gate money, some more apparel money, but like isn't the bulk of your dollars already? pretty much guaranteed like if we just show up we're good and we don't get kicked out right the, the, the media money yeah no I'll take I, it off. there's yeah thanks, thanks PG. pg but no there's no doubt you are gonna i mean vanderbilt has made tons of money we, we've talked about them. um they don't spend as much as, as most people do florida other schools are trying to spend it but where you make more is on apparel on licensing uh, that's where you get that bump when you're good. But if you're not good, you're not going to make it. Let's say you – I'm just throwing numbers out here that mean nothing. But let's say you make a million dollars on a year you go six and seven, and you might make eight million or nine million or ten million on a year where you win the national championship. But so why? Because more people buy stuff. I don't. But I don't know if I agree with that. No, they totally do. No. Like, you don't think more people buy? Uh, it's still the Gator brand. You're, you're going to be a fan. You're still going to buy somebody and there's, their Christmas presents. But let me tell you what. Right now, that they're right about at the minimum that you can make off of that. There's a maximum. It's way higher than you believe. I don't know if it's that. Significant. It is significant. All right. If you got a Tim Tebow, you don't think you make more money than if you have a uh, Anthony Richardson? Anthony Richardson's got his own T-shirts. How many are selling? I was in a certain place the other day, and I will tell you there were a lot of them available. All right, a lot of uh, calls, so we will uh, step aside and get more of them right after this. You're listening to The Tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. 
The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Cloud cover increasing tonight with low temperatures pretty mild. They'll bottom out in the low to mid-60s in the morning. Areas of patchy fog possible, especially toward the I-10 corridor. A front approaches our area throughout the day tomorrow. It'll turn breezy, cloudy skies, highs in the upper 70s, with an increasing chance for showers and thunderstorms, especially during the afternoon and evening tomorrow. A few storms could be strong. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. But the NFL and YouTube are now partners here. You're just, you know, the, the traditional media is not going to play a role moving forward. No, we're seeing that. But just different places with, you know, a lot more money and needing that uh, content there. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, Jeff and Pat back here with you. Appreciate you uh, coming back with us here in uh, 2023. Seth here doing uh, double duty before all the students get back. When do they start school? Next week? Next Monday, week, so that's good. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is. It was, I, I was surprised. Four more days of being able to back, drive on campus. I thought they were back today, and then I was driving through campus. I go, where are all the cars? Yeah, it's nice. Good to uh, not have that, but they'll be back, and it'll be packed around here again. All right, back to the phones we go. 
and get Jeff to join us. Hey, Jeff, what's up? Welcome. Good to hear from you guys. I uh, hope you had a great um, New Year's uh, Day and New Year's um, and Christmas Day. Yes, sir. Hope uh, the same for you. Certainly. I was just uh, going to mention that um, here in about uh, 18 minutes, we've got the Under Armour All-Star Game, mm-hmm. which uh, has 10 Gators in it. Uh, we've got, uh, of course, uh, Rashad is uh, going to be one of the three quarterbacks for uh, Team Speed. Um what I th- was interested to uh, read, though, during the week was that uh, two of our interior defensive linemen, Kelby Collins and uh, Will Norman, were very impressive and uh, were able to put some uh, get a pass rush up the middle, which is something the Gators have not had for a long time. <laughs> uh, and also the uh, they the. Uh, Defensive back group of uh, Sharif Denson and Jakeem Jackson and Jordan Castell uh, do kind of rave reviews from uh, their position coaches. And so, and as you mentioned, Jeff, earlier, you know, you're, you're not going to win with a bunch of 18 year olds uh, at the, but it, it sure does look good for the future. Yeah. If you're going to con- consistently get, and, you know, there's no five stars. Uh, but there's a bunch of upper fours. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, and those guys you just mentioned on the on the back end, I think getting more love than Cormani McLean has been, who got beat a few times and and some of the stuff that I saw. So, yeah, it, it's it's definitely good. It doesn't hurt, and we haven't seen stories like this of this amount of Gators or future Gators being in a game like this. So I think it's kind of fun, and certainly shows you. And and I think a lot of people still bashed Urban. We we haven't had a show. So, since that early signing day, but uh, or excuse me, Napier, but you compare the the stars and the rankings and everything else, and you look at some of the numbers, and nothing compares to any of the classes since we've had since Urban. So that's how good he recruited in this technically his first cycle of doing it. So I think you have to be excited with the type of people he's trying to bring in. And honestly, he would have gotten some more if it wasn't for the NIL stuff. And there was a lot of stories that came out and Gosh, even during this week with the Under Armour stuff, how Miami stole guys away at the last second, which we knew because they just outbid Florida and, and they offered to pay You're, a bunch more money. That's what you can do. And so, that's, right, so nothing you can eventually do Eventually that will peter out, sure. I promise you. But that. I think it does show you the impact, though, that Napier has made on a, on a lot of guys. Absolutely. And, you, and uh, you know, Jeff, you're absolutely right. You can't blame Apier. No. If uh, you know, if, if if some booster from Miami is gonna that, that has you know that that sells this company for uh, two billion dollars is gonna just outbid you. I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, um, but I mean, that's the thing. He he and Hugh Hathcock are kind of the adversaries here, and they both have got made a ton of money from selling their companies and eventually both of them are going to run out of money and we'll see where it all goes from here. But, uh, I don't worry too much about under armor games. It's still high school guys playing against high school guys. And I don't worry about stars. I just want to see what, what they show up on the field with. And, uh, obviously, uh, it's going to be a very young team. It's going to have like 50 players that are going to be freshmen or redshirt freshmen or sophomores. Yeah. We probably won't be able to tell much from the game, uh, because you know everybody gets to play a few plays, and 
there's no but again, it's but. high school guys against high school guys. So I don't I don't really care that much about. It. I only but it's care still about the best of the best high school guys. So you're going against way better competition than you did. But it's just like and it's a true if test. If you had a college all star game, you know who the one of the starting quarterbacks would be Stetson Bennett. He ain't gonna play in the NFL. So you would say, well, I, you know, he's not gonna really help an NFL team. That's my point. Yeah. When you well, jump up I a level, it you, changes. Everything changes. I think what you do is the best uh, leading indicator for how good these guys are is to listen to what their coaches say during that week of practice. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Senior Bowl. Uh, you know, Senior Bowl is a is a football game, and so and so might catch a TD pass, but. Uh, it's what they did during the week that they get some drafted. And I, th- I think that uh, these guys got some rave reviews. And so I'm kind of bullish on on, uh, on that. And, you know, if, if Billy can continue to get it done in the transfer portal, and I'm not sure what's still left out there, uh, but uh, if he can pick up another. There's know, a lot left. Whether they're any good or not is the question. I mean, they're they're going to be probably 800 kids who don't don't land anywhere. So there's plenty left. Um, whether they're good enough, and again, you you kind of either trust your coach or you don't in terms of the guys he's uh, vetting and evaluating, and whether they're going to bring them in. I mean, I, I I know they brought they brought in two defensive tackles, and it they had to. That was a big thing. But is this going to be a continuing cycle where Florida brings in two defensive tackles a year? Because they don't have, they don't recruit any. Uh, now they have recruited some, and you hope that that'll that'll this will be the end of that. But I remember when Valentino and Newkirk came in here, and they go, okay, they got their defensive tackles. Well, they didn't. They neither one of them were any good. Right. Yeah. Those those were journeymen. They were suspect to begin with, but everybody wanted Kelby Collins and Will Norman, and uh, so they because get, they don't know if they can they play in college yet. They still don't know. I mean, that's the thing. I, 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 I always – whatever your recruiting class is, whether it's Jimbo Fisher's class or, or, or uh, Billy Napier's class, i got to see you play some college football games before I, I'm going to evaluate you. Sure. I mean, there's going to be some misses, but, um, you know, an 85% blue chip ratio was the, the highest since Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. If you just keep throwing your pole in the water – um, and, and and dragging in you know upper fours, you're, you're gonna you're gonna hit on more of those than you're gonna miss, and your team's gonna get better, and and so it, it's a numbers game. You know Alabama will you know sign 25 great what everybody thinks are great players, and and 18 of them will end up being productive, and seven of them will you know end up at Georgia Southern. Uh, so it, it, it's, a, it's a numbers game. And so I, I just like the way that Napier is going about it. And uh, I think that, you know, future's pride if we give him time. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's the way we have to look at it, Jeff. And, and I completely agree. And I know that there's some people that are frustrated. And I, I've talked to many over this holiday break. And I try to say the, the same stuff. you got to give him time and make him show you – I think maybe if Vandy wouldn't have happened, maybe the the narrative's yeah, different. Yeah, we totally. Did. I, I think that one that one really hurt, and you, and just, you would have you gotten into wonder. a bowl where you were matched up with a team even with you instead of. And I talked about this with on my podcast the other day, a couple of weeks ago. 
Florida really – what a bad break that was to pull Oregon State. Every game you watch in the bowl se- se- season, right, it's 6-6 six and six against 6-6, six and 8-4 six, eight and eight, eight and four against 8-4, and 9-3 and three against 9-3. Florida, it's 6-6 it's six and six against 9-3 and three and coming off a win over Oregon. So they, they pulled a bad opponent there, and, and then everybody opting out, they had no chance. So You're right, Pat. And, and, and Oregon State's a program on the uplift, and so nobody's going to opt out because they're so excited no. to play that bowl game and beat the SEC team. And so you're right. That was the worst draw that you could possibly get. I mean, it, it, it um, but, you know, and then, then you don't have, you got a quarterback that's never taken a snap at, at the University of Florida. And then suddenly you're just in a world of hurt. Yeah, it was. But we got to go to Vegas, so that was cool. Yeah. It's all about Jeff. Take care. Je- Jeff, that. thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> take care, guys. All right. We got to go to a break. So let's do it and uh, come back and wrap up the first hour here on the tailgate. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. The holidays are here. And as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse. Because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Gators Gymnastics returns to Exact Tech Arena. This 2023 team features the return of some recognizable faces, as well as an exciting group of new Gators. With just five meets at home this season, you won't want to miss a moment of the action. 
for the full schedule and information on all the matchups this season, follow at Gators GYM on social now and lock in your seats to see every stuck landing and perfect 10 live in person. Visit floridagators.com slash tickets today. Go Gators! From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, back at it. A few minutes left in the first hour, and that's going to go to the one and only Butch. Hey, Butch, welcome. Happy New Year. Hey, thanks, Guy. Happy New Year to you as well. Um, so time, you said, and t- about giving time, giving time. And, again, now, please, I don't want to upstage the show or anything. I'm a Florida State fan. Yeah, but you and gave you guys think, your guy time, and it's paying off? Yeah, but here's the whole thing. We didn't have a choice but to wait. I mean, we had so many bad hires in a row and no money to buy people out with it. I don't think they would have stuck with Norvell. But here's the point that I wanted to make. I mean, I hear people, Gator fans, I live here in Gainesville, tell me this all the time. Well, look at the coach at LSU. Well, look at the coach at Southern Cal. Well, look at the coach at TCU. Why can't we be like that? Now, is that apples and oranges, or is that oranges and oranges? I think a little bit of it's apples and oranges. Um, but Because I think both those coaches, their rosters were better. The TCU thing is, and I think that's the weird one. It it makes no sense. But they did win like every game by one score. Yeah. So they they could have gone the other way very badly. You gotta have a it quarterback. That's the bottom line. Yeah. And and as you know, FSU had one this year. Yeah, and they'll have one well, next yeah. year. Yeah. Thanks to NIL yeah. well, giving them know, some money. And you know, I, I understand that. And get, I'll go back to NIL at some point to tell you that the NIL. I mean, so whatever, so everything that Florida gets recruiting wise and all, then you got to look over Georgia, Bama's doing better, doing better, doing better. So it all is relevant, you know. I make ten cents, you're making a dollar. I make a dollar, you make ten dollars, and so that worries me. Not not just from that standpoint. That whole thing worries me for Florida, Florida State, and Miami. Although Miami may be an exception, um, is just that they can outbid you for people. And I think Florida State think you got to watch again the next year, and and see where the progress is. I don't see him as being a coach to take you to the promised land um do you i i honestly do i, I mean some of the on-field stuff i think he needs to get better but i think everything from a behind the scenes and what he's trying to accomplish and how he is building it i think he, he knows he knows what works he knows what worked at Alabama. he was a part of all that he knows what worked at clemson to make it good he was a part of all that so he's got a million things that he has to do to try to make that happen here at Florida. And you can't do it in a year. I don't honestly, you probably can't do it in two years. Um, but with the transfer portal and getting some veterans, I think that can help you out a little bit, but that's what Norvell did. I mean, look at what they did in the transfer but portal, he, but he still didn't take him to the promise. Land. No, he says it so far. And he's what's he been there. How four years? Yeah. But he, it's, it's gotten better. It's gotten and now better, they're at least yeah. relevant. And that's what you hope uh, Florida fans hope that, 
Napier does is get them. And so it, there's not going to be this jump, uh, clearly, because the roster was a mess, okay? And I, I think that for Mike Norvell, the roster was a mess, and he had to change it gradually, you know, by using the portal, using better recruiting uh, to get it. Even losing guys to Jackson State, he still was able to do it. Uh, to get to the where they are, but uh, I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that either one of these coaches is ever going to be in the playoffs. But we'll see. I mean, going forward, yeah. I will end with this. I, I'm the glory years of Florida State with Bobby Bowden. You guys were the glory years with Spurrier and Urban Meyer. Um, I don't know that we ever get over that until you get back to the glory years. And yeah. so I don't think either one of us wants somebody that wins a national championship every three or four years. We want a dominant program, both of us, year in, year out, right there. No, you're absolutely right. I think Gator fans just want to get back to that point where they're in the hunt. Not It's not as much about winning a title as it is getting back. And we talked about this the other day, Jeff, or two weeks ago, <laughs> where when we get to the 12-team playoff, you expect Florida to be in, in year three yeah, to be fighting for it. Yeah. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Have a happy new year. All right, but you as well. Thank you so much. So, a lot already talked about. It's only been an hour. So, let's uh, do it again for a whole another hour. Titan MRI hotline is hot as expected as we uh, get going here in 2023. We'll take a break, come back, and uh, get after it once again here on the tailgate. W251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Well, you did it. You're an adult now. And you know you're an adult because this is a commercial about saving money on your credit card balances, and that probably got you a little excited. Radiant Credit Union's Visa Credit Card has a super low introductory rate and no balance transfer fee. So now you can transfer your balances to Radiant, pay less interest, and clear that debt off faster. Pretty wild stuff, huh? Just wait until you start comparing fiber supplements. Visit RadiantCU.org forward slash balance to apply today and let us help you define your financial future. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. 
With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Well, we welcome you back. Or uh, if you've been here since 4 o'clock, welcome back again. It is the tailgate. First time here in 2023. Happy New Year. And hope everybody had a wonderful holiday season. Got some downtime, some family time, some good presents from Santa, if that's what uh, you were into. But when it's all said and done, uh, certainly hope that everybody gets uh, 2023 off to a good start. If you do your resolutions and... You hit the gym yesterday or today for the first time. Congrats. That'll probably uh, not continue to happen, but we all get excited, and we will uh, see if that excitement can keep rolling throughout the year. What what was your New Year's resolution? To not uh, make fun of you so much? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Mine was to quit being uh, passive-aggressive with my wife. Okay. She says I'm too passive-aggressive. And what does that entail? Basically, I'll say something that's just mean, but it's not supposed to be mean, but it is mean. Are you trying to be mean? I think so. Okay. I'm going to try not to be that. And I got great presents from Santa Karen, I can tell you that. Cool. Got a new work uh, chair, which I needed very badly. That's good. I got a new TV for my outdoor where Mm, it hadn't worked for six years, and we got a new one. That's good. Uh, great friend John Redmond came over and helped me put it up. Um, well, actually put it up. I I touched it once. <laughs> um, and then I got a uh, pair of jeans because I've lost so much weight. I nice. need a new pair of jeans. She got me a pair of jeans. So you're like 28s now? No. Close? Look, Seinfeld was a 31. Was he really? Okay. So, you know, when I get to 31 and you can start... Coming back, me. I was coming back from uh, where I was in, in North Georgia with, with the kids in the mountains for a few days, and we stopped in Covington, which is just outside of Atlanta. Yeah, and apparently they shoot the Vampire Diaries there. It's like a big deal. The girls, yeah. girls were all into it, so yeah. took pictures and all this stuff. But they had this museum of like the characters, and you say that like the outfits, like you couldn't even like put them on a 
my 13-year-old. Yeah. It's like amazing how like tiny some of these people are. Well, most these TV actors people, and, and yeah, they're. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, Tom Cruise literally is four feet tall. Yeah, I mean, he's just this little miniature thing. So that's crazy. That's why they make fun of him on the Family Guy. But <laughs> um, no, they yeah, there are they what they have are big heads and small bodies. Okay, so. It, the hats, I bet, were ginormous. You yeah. Know? Did they have any hats in the museum? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to that. You part. went to a hat. You went to a museum with. It wasn't really a museum. It was like the restaurant where they oh. eat or something. And they had this little room of like some of the outfits and stuff that they wear. I don't know. It was a big deal for the girls. Yeah, I was vampire say, diaries. You were a good dad. Always. All right, let's get back to the. Uh, Calls, a lot of Gator football talk, certainly, and uh, whatever else is on your mind. Let's do it. Let's go all the way to Texas and talk to ATX Gator. What's up, dude? Gentlemen, Happy New Year. You too. Good to, uh, good to hear your voice. It's uh, I didn't realize how ingrained you are into my daily routine, so I didn't have you for <laughs> we miss two, you too. Two weeks. Sorry about uh, that. Yeah, no, no, please. Good. I hope you guys, uh, you know, didn't think much about the show and took some time off to yourselves and enjoyed some time with your family. So. Um, you know, it, it, I thought, and I hope you got a chance to watch some of this football. Um, you know, I thought the bowl games have been pretty good. I thought we had probably the two best playoff games, um, you know, since the playoff. Oh, yeah, no, no occurred. doubt they were. Well, I, I'm not saying they were the best. There was a better overall game, but day, but the day yes. was never, never been close. You, you never know? expected two close games like two that. Two tremendous games. Yeah, yeah, and and I I think it's cool that TCU um, you know found a way. I think um, you know I, I don't know. I think they're going to really have their hands full with with Georgia, but TBD um, you know on, on where that goes. But I thought that was fun. And yesterday that uh, USC Tulane game uh, that was a heck of a, a game to watch too, which kind of led me into just listening to today's conversations and where you're going. And you know it it just brings to mind for me. I look and go, okay, you look at a team like Tulane. I think they were what two and ten last year, um, you know. In obviously Florida, regardless of whether the, we had you know Mullen character issues, whatever you want to say, I just go back and I'm like, okay, I don't understand how they could go. I get their you know what Sun Belt or AAC whatever, but then they played you know USC tough. I think they be they beat someone else early in the year too. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Shoot. Uh, but it was another, you know, big, big time power five program. Uh, and I just, I go, why, like, how does that happen there? And yet we stink and look so inept so many times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know again, I mean? again it's a first year coach. And, uh, but. But they had a first year coach. Willie Fritz. But he, sometimes guys come in and they. He's been around the block, I think, but. First he year. has. He was at Georgia Southern. Here's the thing. And I, I did this thing for a Gators Wire on the twelve, the last twelve transitions in Florida football history. Nobody got it cushier than Steve Spurrier. He got great players, and then uh, Urban Meyer comes in, and what? Guess what? He had great players. They just needed to be coached better. They needed an attitude shift, and those are the coaches that won the national title. Nobody since then has come in and gone, "Wow, what a great team I've inherited." They haven't been able to do that. And that's that's the reason Florida needs to kind of – they need to kind of stay with what they're doing and just – even if even if Billy Napier never gets 
gets it done, never resolves it. They need a coach to have about four years of recruiting that builds a program back up. I mean, that's the worst-case scenario, you hope. Oh, totally agree. And I think the guy was a butcher, whoever, right before me. I mean, that's Florida State got lucky that they didn't. That, that would have been the worst thing they could have done was let Norvell go mm-hmm. and, and had to restart again that quickly. Um, and listen, I don't uh, – I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a, a sunshine pumper, as they like to say. But uh, the only thing – I was talking to a friend about this over, over the little dead period there. And the one thing that I would say with Billy in the recruiting that I was like, oh, man, maybe a little bit of a red flag is the – Armani McLean thing and not because we missed on him but Billy talks about all the like you know we're getting the right kids the right attitudes they're they're raised the right way all these other kind of intangibles right that maybe other coaches didn't care about or whatever and then it's like we miss you know kind of half the fan base melts down think the world's ending and then all of a sudden you look and you go wait hindsight's 2020 maybe this kid had some character flaws but yet we were all in on him before you know some of this stuff came to light and then I look and go, okay, is some of this just lip service that he's saying, or does he truly believe that? You know, am, am I, is that a total misread on my my part? No, yeah, it's it's interesting because I, you know, when when I saw some of the stuff and and how he was acting, I I kind of thought the same thing, but then if if he was that valuable, I think that Florida would have been able to close on him, and and I think probably Napier looked at some of the things and went down to the character and said, okay, Florida might have been able to pay just as much as Miami did, but this kid's not worth it. I think that's what at least trickled into my mind if we're going to be the, the sunshine pumpers and, and that kind of stuff. Because I think if it was a kid that you were all in on and you really, really wanted, you probably would have been able to to do it and make it happen, especially the way that it was going at the beginning. So I think that's the perspective that I would look at. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's really it for me right now. I haven't, uh, still haven't got myself to get into basketball season yet. I'll start probably transitioning here over the next couple of weeks. And we got baseball, Jeff, what do you got baseball in? Is it five weeks? Yeah. Like just under, or just over 40 days. So that's about right. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, I'm going to have to be holding yeah. this show together by myself. I know. Crazy. <laughs> so looking forward to that. And, uh, listen again, happy new year. And, and we'll talk to you guys soon. All right. You too. Thank you. Yeah, look, there's there are a lot of guys out there that we don't know the whole story on, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is financial, as we know. Um, you know, Florida has put a lot of chips in the table on Jaden Rashada, a lot of chips, a lot of chips on signing day, <laughs> where he was asking for more, and that is one reason. They were only able to get the, the kid from Wisconsin, who I don't I don't think's very good personally, um, but maybe maybe with the right guys around him he ends up being a great player. He's he's been a three year starter, but I every time I watch him play I go he can't play. So but they couldn't go in for some of these guys. You know some guys couldn't get into school. This happens a lot that people assume that just if you want a guy in the transfer portal, you can get them. Uh, Florida's a little bit tougher than most schools to get in. It's not Notre Dame tough, but it's way tougher than it is to get into a lot of schools. Get and Steve. you know that. My, oh, of course. Yeah. Steve to join us. Hey, Steve. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Happy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 
That John Redmond sure is a good guy, isn't he, Pat? He's he's the best. He is. Uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for John Redmond, I would probably be living in a shack. <laughs> yep, John's a good guy. Um, I was going to talk to you something else about the NFL, but after watching that first quarter of football last night, let's talk about something else. After yeah. I saw that, after that saw I saw that play, I gave a call to the athletic trainer that I did an internship under. And um, now we aren't going to make any diagnoses here, but we talked about a a possibility. There is a blood vessel in your chest that if you take a direct shot to it, that it will constrict and stop your heart. You yeah, we heard that. I heard that last night. Too, uh, Karen yeah, actually came it. out and said that somebody was talking about that. I wasn't yeah. aware of that, but um, or it you could be it that it was in MMA, MMA uh, fighting and in boxing. Yeah, well, uh, hopefully they were able to get to him in time. I mean, you got to get to him within a minute. Apparently, is uh, from uh, what I understand that if somebody gets to you quickly and they were on the scene with CPR right there. If they get to you quickly, they can take care of the cardiac arrest with little minimal damage to the cardiac muscle, and there is a possibility that he could play football again. You know, it, you know, there are a lot of factors involved there. But uh, well, again, Keontae, uh, we mentioned this earlier. Keontae is averaging seventeen and six at Kansas State, so it's it's definitely possible. If you know. Um, but we'll. I mean, we're right now. All we're doing is hoping he's able to be okay live. And, and live. Yeah, and live <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, it uh, it certainly changed the mood of that stadium. I mean, you could feel it through the television that uh, there were. Uh... Yeah, it was crazy. It was one of the. I mean, it it, it, it was so weird though, Jeff. And we talked about this a little bit in the first hour. The way they kept saying, we've never seen anything like this before. And I'm like, we have. We if have, you, yeah. Yeah, if you were in Tallahassee, you saw it. I wasn't there, but I was watching it on TV. And I ne- I, I still haven't recovered from that moment. So, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's happened. And certainly everybody talks about Hank Gathers. Uh, and and really, really of those stories that we've talked about where guys cl- – the best story is Keontae Johnson because he's back playing college foot, uh, basketball. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it on a high school football field, um, and and it's scary. Yep. And um, it sure does make you uh, reevaluate your priorities in life, doesn't it? It does, uh, but, but great to see everybody it, come, come it together. It literally did really – now, we're watching football all day, my wife and I. We're watching yeah. the, the USC incredible game, and then the Penn State was not – it was disappointing because Cam Rising got knocked out. But you're watching it because they're, that's Florida's first opponent. And then all of a sudden this happens, and you're like, really, anything that's happened before this, who's in the national title game, any of that was meaningless. You just kind of – you know. And like I, I – Jeff and I were talking about it uh, before we did the show today. We are like – I don't know where we go. Do we just go, let's talk about everything we've missed in the last two weeks, or do we talk about what happened last night? Well, one thing you have to say 
is before you send somebody off to work or school, you better make sure that you've left nothing unsaid that you want to tell them because nobody's, nobody's guaranteed the next minute. Nope. Yep, that's the, that's the hard part for sure. All righty, guys. Y'all have a great afternoon, and I'll talk to you sometime later this week about the NFL. Sounds good. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate you. Let's uh, snag a break, and then we'll uh, get John. So swing the bat, John, on deck circle, and you'll join us. Anybody else that wants to get in the hole, you can. 392-8255. You're listening to The Tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. As we roll into holiday season, it's time to get the family together and enjoy the best pizza in Gainesville. You all know we make delicious pies and heavenly garlic knots, but we sell memories. So come down to our iconic location on 23rd Avenue to relive old ones and make some new ones. Relax with a few pints from our local breweries, beat the high scores on Galaga or Miss Pac-Man, pick up a gift card or t-shirt for that perfect stocking stuffer. See you soon. When the moon hits your eye like a big... Oh, I'm still recording. Oh, sh- In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, (coughs) MeldonLaw.com. When a cold comes on strong, (laughs) knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none, medicine. Use as directed. The Gators are here. The cop. Bunched it with the right hand. Power up. Goes out corner right. Three on the way. Good, good, good. Shoots off the glass and in. Out of the play. This is Gator Country. Goes for the dunk. Blocked from behind by Fudge. Angle right three. For the Gators. This is Florida Basketball on the Gators Sports Network. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. With all of my uh, driving... I kept like taking pictures of what I thought were cool songs. So Seth, I got some intro songs for you. See if Pat likes them. Either, either way, they gotta they gotta go in because he's always giving me a hard time. But it was fun. I was I, you know, I sitting there. I hear a song. You were taking pictures like uh, Rain Man. Was. No, I would I would like if it would come up on Sirius XM. I'd take a picture so I remember. You don't have Shazam. To send that song. 
What is Shazam? Shazam is an easy, it's free. And it, you download it. I, I use it all the time. I'll hear a song and it's a great, I think, ah, I've never heard this song. It's great. You just click the button, you point it at the thing and it, you know, you, you, well, you download I, it. No, I yeah. know what the songs are, but I just needed to remember what they were. So that's why I took the picture. So you're saying you have a memory problem. So we'll have some cool uh, intro music I, here I, in 2023. I think we already have cool intro stuff. Now we're going to have your intro Less stuff. cool. Less All right, cool. let's get uh, John to join us. Hey, John, welcome. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, on a lighter note, you said you went to Covington. Um, my first coaching job was in Covington a long, long time ago. Oh, no way. That's awesome. It yeah, was a cool little great. little town. That, that little square downtown was pretty fun. It, it used to be a great, great town. and it's, it's, I'm sure it still is. But anyway, what you also may not have seen was not only was the, those vampire movies filmed there, but also the Dukes of Hazard. Really? And in the yeah, and the Heat of the Night. Oh, no way! All, yeah, all of them were filmed there. Totally on on location. So you're saying Jeff didn't give you all the info? All the Jeff, I, I didn't know all the Jeff, info. Well, you went to the wrong places. But I mean, how you missed all that? That's okay, no big deal. But the other thing was when you opened the show, you were talking about the pressure on the like baseball team and. That look, these guys don't have pressure. Girls softball, baseball, track and field, tennis. It's, they they produce. They give us every year. We know we've got that to fall back on. I mean, it's always there. Sure, we're a football school, but we've got we've got so much to be thankful for mm -hmm. with all of the other stuff. And let's not forget that. No, I'm 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 with you on that, John. I and I, I wouldn't. I, I mean, I'm not a guy that even believes in in pressure, but I just is, is it more important that they are successful? I guess is the the way that I was trying to ask Pat because football and basketball have been so bad. Do you want to be able to have three months of a fun baseball softball season? I remember and be able to go out there and have a good time and I, enjoy it. I remember a reporter. I can't remember who it was. It was a young girl. I think she worked at, here at RUF, asked Billy Donovan one year, uh, do you feel any more pressure because football's really struggling? And he was like, I, I, didn't, I wasn't aware football had a tough year. <laughs> I don't think these coaches have any idea what anybody else is doing. They, they know, but they don't care. I mean, they, I agree. They, they're just trying to get their situations. They're not going to not get fired because football had a good year. Oh, I know. Yeah, so I don't – I mean, look – this is any university, any athletic program is about how how good your football team is. That's the bottom line. You have to be good in football. But the bottom line also is the cherry on top of that big Sunday is all your other little sports. I mean, yeah, football wags the tail. But I mean, we've got so much going on. And but you I, don't. I, but I, the point I, is, you I, don't make money off those other things. No, but you keep the interest there. You yeah, do. you just, I mean, you want to go out and enjoy it and have fun. Like I don't think the money is the issue. It's no, just have, go, having something positive to talk about. I go sit in the out. Well, it's important for us. Baseball games. You and me. I go. I go. I go. I go to softball. I go to gymnastics, and I love track and field. So I mean, we're only thing.
thing I'm saying is we're very blessed that we have all of that. And let's not take it for granted. These guys aren't going to choke. They're just going to keep doing their jobs. That's all. Yep. Thank you. All right, John. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, 392-8255 if you would like to uh, partake in our first day back from uh, from all the breaks. Certainly uh, some football conversations that we had. And we haven't really gotten into either of those great playoff games. But I'm just glad I don't bet, Pat, because <laughs> I, I would have easily told you that Georgia and Michigan would have covered. Easily. Yeah. yeah. Like going into it, uh, that was like a no-brainer that that was going to happen. So give credit to Ohio State for for playing as well as they did. But to me, Michigan pooped the bed on that game. They, they you, did. You, you fumble at the one. You but got all the other t- issues that happen. Every time once they – that's the thing. They allowed a team to believe that's been believing all year. Yeah. And once they uh, did all that – I mean, obviously – It was tough to hard, hard to the, come back from. And the thing is, they ran the Philly special – down the goal line on fourth down, which I'd love the call, but it didn't work. Yeah, And it just, a, a lot of things didn't work for them. And then you allowed this team to continue to believe it. And every time Michigan would do something to say, okay, now we're going to take control of the game. <laughs> TCU would go like 90 yards. You yeah. know, it was, it was unbelievable. And you, you got to give them credit. I mean, they know what they're doing and maybe a lot of coaches, well, a lot of people should have hired Sonny Dykes last yeah. year. And when, and the best was watching the, the Sugar Bowl at, at the beginning, and Kansas State gets the 88-yard run, and they're like, oh, man, we're going to destroy Alabama. And yeah. No, nah, yeah. not going to happen. They didn't – Bryce Young and Will Anderson did not yeah. come back to lose so, to Kansas Yeah, they State. weren't going to let that happen. But and the other thing was uh, that, uh, again, we've got a million things we could talk about, but – I, I have no idea what targeting is in college football. Mm-hmm. No idea. Yeah, something's got to change. I watch a play. I have no idea whether it's targeting or not because I don't know what they're going to call in the replay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the referees tend to throw it when they think it might be. And then they, they – uh, that one against Ohio State, Marvin Harrison, knocked him out of the game. Yeah. Co- cost them the game probably. I mean, he was killing them. They couldn't cover him. Um, but those things happen. But – I was thinking the three biggest timeouts in my lifetime, I think, were Chris Weber. When they didn't have a timeout. Anton Lott. Yeah. And Kirby Smart. That I mean, that if he doesn't call a timeout there, they lose the game. Yeah. Because they they would have gotten the first down. So give him credit. I think he's I think and I know you're not going to like it, but I think he's getting to be a really good football coach. Oh, in addition to being one of the great recruiters of all time. Well, and I think the more you listen to him talk, yeah, too, I think you have an appreciation why he has been able to do that and why he gets guys to buy in and just the because it it's not about individuals. It's like everything is about the team and yeah. everything is about how you're getting a whole bunch of really good players to buy into something. And that's why Saban was so successful. Yeah. Because you have to be able to do that. And as much as we thought that that's where Billy Napier was going with his football team, that obviously wasn't the case, evident by 22 guys leaving. They didn't want to buy into yeah, exactly. everything that there was going on. So, I mean, Arkansas's got 22 guys leaving. A&M's got 27 guys leaving. So it's just it's fascinating to see 
how all this stuff is is working and, and the and funny thing out. is when you talk about you're talking about so that's what 69 players 60 71 players yeah. they probably won't all la- land somewhere no and probably not. probably gonna be working at uh you know mcdonald's you know getting you your fries when and other sec teams on that list miami's got 18 or not sec but miami's got 18 Ole miss has 16 even oregon has 16 guys leaving from a team that was was pretty decent. But that's the way it is now. Yeah. If you're look, there is still the 45 or 50 guys you want to stay, and everybody else you want to leave, leave. And and you have these exit meetings where the, you come in and talk to the coach, and he goes, "We really don't have good plans for you, but if you want to stay, we you know maybe you can work your way into being the backup uh, tight end." Yeah, guys don't want to hear that. No, I don't, yeah, I'm gone. And and they're saying it with a purpose. Like, if you are really willing to be this incredible workaholic, you might play some, but we really want you to go. Well, and, and I think that's where when you talk to a lot of people about the 22 Gators leaving, they say, well, Napier's obviously not a good coach or he's pissing people off because guys don't want to stay and play for him. I, it's not the case in my mind. I, to me, it's Napier going to these guys and saying, listen, this is what you got to do to buy in. And they're saying, F you, I'm out. Yeah, there have been some surprises. But, again, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. It's impossible for us to tell why Tarquin or Travis Johnson, these guys left. Um, Ethan White. Ethan White, yeah. Uh, but it could be that, that they were sold. Yeah, look. We got guys coming in that are better than you. Well, but you, and I can't think that you lose four or five offensive linemen and you totally don't have a plan. Four of them, yeah. And and but to me though, you didn't have your All American in that bowl game, right? Which was evident, and he was a big part of their success. The bad news is the guy that replaced him was a guy they got from Louisiana, yeah. who got destroyed. In that he game. did. He wasn't good, but the whole line wasn't good that day. No. Nobody was good. So I think if you look at that and you say, well, why weren't we good? Against and maybe that was one of those meetings where X player X comes in and goes and for his uh, end-of-the-year uh, meeting, and and they and he goes, man, I don't know why you didn't show up for this game. He goes, well, Coach, I've been thinking about going. Well, then go. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that could have been that simple. Uh, you never know what goes on in some of these meetings. But it, it's been – I, I look. It, it, the transition has not been easy for Florida. Some of it is Dan Mullen's fault, but some of it's Napier's fault. There's been some things he hasn't done really well, and he's got to do better at. He's got to be a better in-game coach. There's no doubt about it. I think we all un- believe that. Well, at least I do. I'm with you on certain things. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's get a break and come back and keep it going. 392-8255 if you want to join us on the Titan MRI hotline. You're listening to the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 
100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold Hold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Cloud cover increasing tonight with low temperatures pretty mild. They'll bottom out in the low to mid-60s in the morning. Areas of patchy fog possible, especially toward the I-10 corridor. A front approaches our area throughout the day tomorrow. It'll turn breezy, cloudy skies, highs in the upper 70s, with an increasing chance for showers and thunderstorms, especially during the afternoon and evening tomorrow. A few storms could be strong. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. People with laptops, they want to be smart. No, I want to be portable. I want to be portable. You have a phone. You got a phone, man. It's the same thing. Stop. A phone is a computer. It's the same thing. The reason people are always on their phones is not a phone. It's a computer. I'm taking technology advice from you, too. It's the same thing. What is this tweeter thing? G, J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with a WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. 
We are back after two weeks off. It's a full two weeks, too, because her last show was on a Monday. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will be with you every day, I think, this week, right? As far as you know. As far as I know. The question is as far as you know. Uh, I'm gonna go to, I think I'm going to go to the game tomorrow night. You should. I think I'm going to go ahead and park over in the O-Dome before I walk over here and then just walk back there and go to the game. Makes uh, sense. I got a ride anyway, so I might as well see it in person. Um, but I mean, Texas A&M's not very good. They they're struggling this year. Didn't they? Aren't they the team that knocked them out last year in the uh, SEC tournament? Mm-hmm. And that knocked them out of the NCAA tournament and knocked Mike White out of his job. Yes. You know what's funny today, and this I it 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 primed me with a great idea for a twelve things. You know, I do those twelve things for Gators Wire all the time. The guy I'm playing with, I was playing with obviously with Keith Miller who, from uh, Big Mills, one of our major sponsors. Um, great guy, good friend. And the guy, his uncle, I was playing with his uncle, and at, I think second or third hole, he walks up. He goes. You know who whose shirt this is? He's wearing a Gator Nike shirt. I'm like, I don't know. He goes, Mike White's. <laughs> he goes, there was a his wife had a big garage sale, and to get rid of all his Gator stuff, and his daughter had bought it for him, so he's wearing it. I'm like, nice. I don't know if that's nice or not, but I was thinking, what would you like if you could go to a garage sale? What would you want to be able to buy? Just in general, from no Gatorish. Gators, like one of the things I, I would probably be number one on the list. You would want to buy Tim Tebow's T-shirt that he wore during the pledge, which I've never seen him wear since, and never seen it on anybody else. Yeah, it's a weird. It was a weird T-shirt. Anyway. Black T-shirt. Black with like some kind of. This is a religious shirt. Was it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you'd still you'd want to buy that. You put you'd frame that. So I'm gonna come up with twelve of them though. So anything you want to come up with. Okay, I got a few. Like the uh, fun, the maybe the jersey that Brady Singer wore when he cussed out the guy. Yeah, the, for the rain. <laughs> I mean, Matt, the greatest cussing episode ever on TV. I mean the, yeah. I mean you could say the ball that the porta hit. Yeah, over onto the Vandy. The yes, that's yeah. one of my favorite moments one ever. I would say won the SEC and yeah, or the ball that uh, Ali Gardner hit. Mm-hmm. For the Grand Slam that won them, to got them to the final. Yeah, a lot of those. Or the, or some of the earrings, because I remember writing the story. They lost ten earrings in the dog pile. All the girls kept their earrings kept getting pulled out. So yeah, one of those would be good. Yeah, be fun. Um, all right, always fun to talk to all of you. So let's get back to it and get Rob to join us next. Hey, Rob, welcome. Jeff, Happy New Year, you too, buddy. Uh, happy New Year, man. May it be a great year for. Florida, uh, and we'll make America. Florida will be just fine. Um, <laughs> but hey, no, uh, I just wanted to talk about coaching. I think, and I hate to say it, this is maybe a dream coach for me, but I think Cornelius Ingram would be a great coach at Florida. He put, he'd have them boys in the running. That man is a great coach, and he, he's a motivator of men and and women. But he he he's amazing to me what he's done. In his career, as a even though it's just been middle of the high school or whatever, it doesn't matter. He went. 
Yeah, well, I mean, he's not going to get hired as a head coach, obviously. But No, you don't think he'd ever be able to make it as a head coach? Oh, no, no, not I'm not saying not ever, but not out right. Of, right from high school. I mean, I think Gus yeah. Melzahn's the only guy that ever had that. Well, even though Gus Melzahn had to go as a coordinator first. Yeah, yeah um, it wasn't straight. Just yeah, so if, if, if CI, who I, I have the utmost respect for, and he's a great coach, but if he wanted to become a uh, college football head coach, right. he would have to become a coordinator first and go along those lines. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I'm trying know, to think of high school coaches that have been hired right to college, <laughs> and mean, one is Jerry Faust, who was a disaster at Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to knock Billy or nothing, but but we need to get a quarterback – like it's it's amazing to me when I watch um, NFL football, and then out pops uh, Jacoby Brissett, or and I'm like he's been in the year seven, he's been in the league seven years. I'm like, God, what we do with him? And there are a couple others, Driscoll, and even that tall Joker, I forget his name, Felipe. All of them had a little stint, made made got rich, you know. But you, you play one year, you're sitting on 200 G's. But you know they all make good money, they all made it to the pros. So to me, it's a development at quarterback is what where we struggled. And I think Scott Strickland, if he doesn't get it right this year, he needs to go because we're we're too unstable at that position, and we're too unstable at the basketball position. And he keeps hiring these um coaches, and they're not getting a job done. So I think he's he's on the hot seat, guys. Y'all have a good one. Well, he's only hired two football coaches. One of them went to three New Year's Day bowls. And played for the SEC championship. He's hired one basketball coach, who is 13 games into his career. So I don't, I don't think he's on the hot seat. And I think, a somebody asked about this the other day, when Robbie was on it. it there's more to be in the AD than hiring the football and basketball coaches. However, I will say. It's very it's important. It's the most visible it's part. It's the most visible part. And these guys, they've kind of pushed all their chips into the middle of the table on these two guys. And we're like, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but you do have to understand what he does. Like, And, and I think more than anything, where Scott Strickland excels is understanding what the fans want. Yeah. Like, I think he's done a great job of making sure that the fans are comfortable at games and enjoying stuff. I mean, obviously, what he did with baseball, what he's inevitably going to do with football. And, and making yeah. all that stuff work. I mean, that's you want to go to a game and have a great experience and all the stuff that's outside of football now and all the things you get to do. I think people really enjoy that stuff, and he's been a big part of making all that happen. He does need to have a hire that does well. Yeah. Because really his best hire was probably Dan Mullen, and Dan Mullen basically got shoved out and everybody's blaming him for destroying the program because he didn't recruit. But he's got that. He's got Napier, who's six and seven. He's got Golden, who's seven and six. Two soccer coaches. We know what's happened there. One basketball coach would, was a disaster. He didn't handle well. And then the second one was kind of he had no choice. So he's got to you know there's got to be some some good things to start happening. And that's one thing I'm going to do. Uh, one of these twelve things is. is 12 reasons to be optimistic because I think Gator fans right now are just like my wife is like the biggest Gator fan in the world. And she's so like down on things right now. 
she's having a hard time guy like, getting up for it, you know, like getting excited about everything Gator uh, because they've been so bad. So she's into her season now where you got gymnastics, soon to have baseball, soon to have softball. This is kind of her season where their Gators are good. Yeah, that's what I was saying at the beginning. That's but it needs to be good. In, unless they're good in football, it ain't going to matter. All right, let's see what J.D.'s got for us today. Hey, J.D. Hey, uh, Jeff and uh, Pat. Happy New Year. You too. Uh, you know, watching the, watching the games, the, the playoff games, uh, you know, you get the sense, or at least I do, they get the sense of uh, of how important the passing game is. And all four of those teams, I mean, they were they were very, very good in the passing game. Michigan had some, you know, hiccups here and there, but, you know, uh, which leads me back around to, Pat, what you were just saying, and I'm a long time. I think I'm the biggest Gator fan. I mean, my first game, Tommy Shannon and, and Larry Livator were quarterbacks, and I was a freshman when the head ball coach kicked the field goal. I was there for that, that game. But anyway, uh, lead, leading back to you, you see the, the four teams that played and how good they are at the passing game, and I don't know. What do I know? But it looks to me like we got a junior high passing game. Uh, from what I saw this year, that may have been the quarterback. I don't know, but he, here's my and, and your wife's down, Pat. So am I. I, I. I feel like I'm I'm very uneasy with where we're at because you know, our play caller. I, I you know I look around at Josh Heupel and Sonny Dykes and Lane Kiffin and Todd Munkin at Georgia and even Norvell at, at FSU. I don't think we're in the same ballpark play caller wise. I just had this sinking feeling. I hope I hope everything I say that I am wrong. I hope I eat my words. And then you go to the defensive side of the of the football, and uh, we had the worst defense in school history. And our defensive coordinator's got two years of experience at Louisiana playing in the Sun Belt. I mean, I, I and then we got two offensive line coaches, and but we don't have an offensive line because they all transferred out. Uh, I, I am not. I and and people say, okay, well, the recruiting's good. Well, if I, the latest thing I saw, we were 13th in recruiting, and we didn't sign a single guy in the top 20 in the state of Florida. So I, I'm not. I mean, I hope I'm wrong on everything. I, but I am just like your wife, Pat. I, I am down on the whole dang thing. But well, I can tell you, she guy. is not paying any attention to recruiting, but. Um... I, I still think that the, the class they brought in is going to be a good class. It's going to be kind of the, um, the, the foundation of what whether Florida is good or not. Uh, they've got a lot of good players. Just because they're whether they're four or five stars isn't that big a deal to me. Uh, they they had the best the best percentage of four stars since Urban Meyer was a coach here well, and was recruiting. Well, Pat, so. Pat, I agree with that. But you got one linebacker and you got. I think three offensive. Well, they got another one. Yeah, he just got a five star from Ohio State that transferred in. So I I think that that's the way they got to go, JD. And to me, the easiest way to fix it is with veterans and not these these young guys. And he's still got enough scholarships and room to be able to go hit the portal. Where again, we've talked about it just even today about just I mean three teams alone. What twenty seven, twenty two, and twenty two the top three and Gators are one of them at 22. But I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's 75 people in just three teams that are in the yeah. portal. So there's plenty to go out there and pick from. Yeah, I, I know. I, I understand that. I'm just, I'm just uneasy about, the, I'm uneasy about the fact that you've got two offensive line coaches, but 
your offensive coordinator, you know, I, I mean, look at look at look at Joy. I never thought Kirby Kirby Smart was the was the smartest guy in the world, but hey, he went and got an NFL coordinator. Yeah. And he's got Will most he's got Will Muschamp coaching the defense. And we've got I'm not gonna mention it, but uh, I, so I am just it, it, it like, and on add to that is we might have had worse special teams before, but uh, they were they suck. They were terrible this year. They no, awesome. they've they've got to figure out that problem. The, the why Florida cannot win the special teams ever. They never win them. They if, at best they break even. You know they got a good punter. They got a mediocre field goal kicker. They don't ever make things happen on special teams, uh, either returning or blocking kicks. They never block kicks. They blocked one, of course, in the bowl game. And it was, at the moment, it seemed like a big block. It turned out to be insignificant. But at least yeah. they blocked one finally. And, of course, that guy immediately transferred out. So, um, But, well, I mean, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Look, I, I would agree with you on a lot of th- things. I think the jury is totally out on Billy Napier. That's what I would say to you. I'm not going to give up on him, and I'm not going to say – He's not going to get it done. I, I I think if in year three, Florida is not in the mix for the twelve team playoff, they're they're going to that's not going to be good. He's, you know, but you I got to give I got to give him some time. He was left a bad roster. Oh, I understand, and I and I completely agree. And I hope I am I sincerely hope I'm wrong on everything I say and think. But I, my gut just tells me at year three we're going to be like a. Eight and four, you know, seven, five, nine, and three type of team, and uh, you know, is that going to hack it? I don't, I don't, I hope I'm wrong. Well, nine and three might make the playoff. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, right now, Gator fans would take nine and three next year. I can tell you that. Oh, I mean, yeah. after back to back six and, and seven. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thank you, JD. But I mean, I know there's a lot of people that are down right now sure. about everything, football and basketball. It's been a tough two years. For everybody, it's it's been tough ever since Marco Wilson threw the shoe. And that again, is very true. I'm not blaming him for the demise of Gator football, but since then, look at their record. Also, maybe it wasn't the shoe. Maybe it was symbolism or whatever you want to call it—a sign that it was foggy that night, and that was going to bring a haze over Gainesville. Maybe <laughs> it was the day that Robbie and I retired. What That's is true. their record since then? Yeah, it's been brutal. It has not been good. Not at all. And I think there's a big that could be a big factor. These players don't have us to make so them right, accountable. Yeah, right about. <laughs> all right, we need uh, one more. I'm final kidding, break, of course. And we'll uh, we'll finish up the uh, the great phone calls today. Right after this, here on the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. 
finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Spilled your milkshake? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than your bounty. The quicker picker-upper. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I tell you, Jeff, it's been good to get back to work the last couple of days. I did the podcast yesterday, and radio today and taping uh Pittsburgh tomorrow for the puck it's it's i'm not i'm not one of those people that can really retire retire i like not working i work too much so i know nice. well, i know you do but you don't have as much fun as i do work. it's not true well sometimes you do and why do you not like to work I, I enjoy working, but I, it doesn't mean that I didn't love not working for a couple of weeks. I, after three days, I was like, I yeah. want to get back. No, it. not me. I want to get back to it. I chill. Chilling, I was ready. Like, chilling like a villain. I got I got tired of Christmas movies and Christmas songs. And, I just, but I, and, I didn't. And cookies. I wasn't just sitting in the house, so I think that's the difference. Well, I was. Yeah, so that's pretty much. where a different. You got to get out and do stuff, fun stuff, enjoy it like David does. What's up, David? What's up, guys? Um, I had a question for y'all, but I'm going to save it and call back tomorrow because I had something more important to say after that last call. Okay. I think, you know, I don't know if it's just because I'm a younger Gator fan or whatnot, but Billy came in and he preached, you know, we need to have patience. And Pat likes to say no Gators, nobody suffers winning like Gator fans. Uh, But also, nobody suffers losing like Gator fans. And how I looked at it, he came in, he had a not too good of a bump class, you know, trying to recover from Mullen leaving and the recruits bumping, like leaving off that class. And he tried to, uh, he basically went the same, did the, had the same record as Mullen did. And 
he managed to do that with less players because a lot of Mullins' key players left. And everybody wants to sit there and give this man a hard time and be like, well, he's not the answer here, he's not the answer there. But I guarantee you, like, if you look at, I'm pretty sure Saban's first year at um, Alabama, I'm pretty sure they were close to 500. They might have been just over. I think they were 6-6, and six, yeah. Kirby Smart's first year wasn't great. But you, for every one of those, I can give you a Sonny Dykes. I can give you a uh, – Jim McElwain. Give me a Dan Mullen. Yeah, I can give you a uh, uh, Brian Kelly was playing for an but SEC the, championship. I mean, it, it every situation is different, and, and everybody wants to compare, and there's going to be a lot of comparisons to what the second year, Urban won a national title, Spurrier won an SEC. Um you know, in their second year. So that's going to be the comparison this year. But every situation is different. Every situation is different. And, you know, we got that quarterback Mertz coming in. I think he's probably going to be your starter. But then you look at Miller, who played in the bowl game. Did he have a good game? No. But the man essentially didn't play football for 18 months, almost two, like, almost two, two full seasons. Last time he played was scrub time for Ohio State. And he came in there, and I don't think he turned the ball over. And, I I mean, I saw some good things out of him that are worth developing, but people write him off. And I, I hear a lot of pessimistic Gator fans right now. And it seems to me like Gator fans aren't necessarily they're, – they're saying Napier's not it, and they're already willing to look for the next thing. And they haven't even – instead of rooting for Napier to be it and hoping that it works out. And I just don't understand how you can love a university and love all the programs and root for the sports and then just be completely pessimistic after one season when someone's come in there and work to, like, fix what he can fix. Yeah, and, and, and knowing – I mean, the the first time I ever talked to the guy, like he, he kind of subtly said, we just don't have it roster-wise, and we've got a lot to do. And, no. you know, we'll see how we get through – but I think, David, and, and again, thank you for the call. A lot of people throughout the year were, were okay. They were on Napier's side and about building it and doing it. I think just the way that it ended not good made it made it more difficult. I, I mean, my thing is, like I said earlier, I, I want to see what he's able to do. I don't know. I don't think any of us know the answer to that. I want to see what he's able to do. I think he's got a plan. Part of the plan is a lot of guys are out or gone. Yeah. And our plan works. We got back today, and we'll be back the rest of the week. Nobody so. said a cuss word on here. Yeah. That was Thank good. you for uh, making us a part of our first show here of the uh, the new year. First of many, many fun ones for throughout the entire the year on WRUF. Thank you, Seth, for producing. For the great Pat Dooley, <laughs> I am merely Jeff Not Cardozo. So Peace out. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 